house the other day in the hallway. You're singing, Oh, Happy Day. Michelle Chicanos and Photo Dulos dumping bloody evidence of the murder of Jennifer Dulos, a mother of five who's never been found. The jury getting to see the flags, the bloody tops, the evidence for the first time. Michael Bryan hit the road to question the logic of this part of the state's case. Michael, what can you tell us? Hey, Linda, I feel like I just stepped onto the set of The Shining. Here's Johnny. But I'm here at four Jefferson Crossings. This is where Fotis Dulos lived. In fact, he developed a number of these homes behind this gate here. This is a private community. Gate's open today because of the snow, but I ain't going in there because uh, getting arrested is not on my to-do list for today. So his house, one of just a few. It sold back in uh, 2021 for $1.875 million. 10,000 square feet, six bedrooms, six full baths, four half baths. Uh, big, couple of acres, and all the homes are, are of that type. And I went to State College, so I can't get in behind this gate. Anyway, on the day that Jennifer Dulos disappeared, which would have been May 24, 2019, prosecution said he left this home. It had to be no later than 7 in the morning. He gets down to New Canaan and has to be lying in wait there, again, if you believe the prosecution, when Jennifer Dulos comes home from dropping the kids off at school. That's when he attacks her and, again, prosecution says, killed her. Here's my biggest question. And don't forget, this is where they found things like the alibi scripts. If you haven't heard about them yet, you soon will. They've been discussing them in court, outside the presence of the jury. Defense says, I don't want those called alibi scripts, whatever they are. So they will be referred to as timelines. That's the court ruling. Keep that in mind. So my big question is, why do you leave this home, drive down, commit this horrible crime, and then drive back here? And then you come here to... Albany and Green. This is where the cops found in one of the receptacles, just like this one here, and the others up and down the street, bags and bags of incriminating material. The screwdriver with the blood-like substance on it, the zip ties, the clothing, the bags themselves, all littered about on this very busy street. We're only 15 minutes from the Fotos Dulos house, so why do you do this so close to home? And not just a busy street with traffic, lots of surveillance cameras on this street. And it was the recordings from those surveillance cameras that led police to Fotis Dulos. They saw his truck, he was the driver, the owner, and they also noticed a passenger, which they believed to be Michelle Traconis. And now, of course, she's sitting there on trial for the death of Jennifer Dulos. I just don't understand, Linda, why you do something like this so close to home. Help me understand. Michael, I'm confused. If you commit a crime, a horrendous murder, the last thing you want to do is have the evidence of the murder near where you live, where you work, where you play, where you go, where you frequent. I don't understand how they could go 70 miles of photos to this murder at the house of where his ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife was living. And then there's all, not her body. There, there's parts. Why do you take her shirt and her bra? Why is that separate? I don't know, Michael Bryan. These are real questions the jury must be having in their mind because I have them in my mind right now and I don't have the answers.